CSN International presents to every man an answer, the live apologetics program that equips you to give a reason for the hope that lies within you. If you have a Bible question or a question on the Christian faith, you can call us at 1-888-827-5276. Again, that's 1-888-ASK-CSN. Let's get things started. Here's today's host, Mike Kessler. Hi, and welcome to Monday's edition of To Every Man and Answer. Glad you've joined us. Looking forward to being with you, as we always are. Uh, We set this time aside every weekday afternoon to answer questions about the Bible from the Bible, answer questions about what's going on in the world through a biblical perspective of prophecy, and then also what we hear in churches and even in the Bible at all. So much we find today is uh, made up, uh, it's built off of part of a verse, out of balance. And so we just want to encourage you to give us a call. That number to call again, 8888-ASK-CSN. And we'll get to your question today. We've got some lines open, so you're assured to get on if you call right now. Again, 8888-ASK-CSN. Joining me today, special guest featured uh, uh, assistant of mine that helps me a lot here, Greg <laughs> Blanc from Calvary Chapel Community Church in Rapid City, South Dakota. Hi, and welcome. Hello, Pastor Mike, and hello, all everybody out there in Tima land. And, and uh, I, I am so excited that so many people that uh, listen to the program and watch the program, that they're prophecy buffs. And there are so many things going on today, and we just need to be prepared for the rapture because it could happen at any moment, you know, Jesus told us in, in Matthew 24 that one of the uh, uh, end time signs would be famine. And and we we just have to remember that that people are starving. You know, maybe they're not starving here. Maybe things are a lot more expensive, you know, 14 to 20 percent higher prices on the grocery shelves. But people are actually starving because they're not getting enough food. And Jesus warned us that in the last days that there would be lawlessness and in our country, people are burning down cities without without consequences. And the digital cashless society is here. There's crazy things getting blowed up in the ocean these days. Nord Stream 2, Nord Stream 1. And who knows? Who knows who did it? Everybody's, everybody's got a theory. But the big picture is that it makes less natural gas available. So that means that more people around the world, primarily in Europe, are going to be freezing, literally freezing to death because they can't heat their homes because much of Europe bought into the lie of climate change that if we just build enough windmills and enough solar panels that uh, that we'll be able to get rid of, you know, the combustion engine. And they never think through like what what windmill is going to power a jet airplane? You know what what happens when the wind stops blowing? What happens when the sun stops shining? People are going to die. So, uh, so Mike, as you as you always say, when you see these things begin to happen, look up. Our redemption, redemption draws near. Amen. Yep. Amen. You know, it's yep. really funny. California passes the law. You know, no more uh, gas uh, cars to be sold in 2035. The yep. very next day, I mean, the irony of this. Um, they said, "Don't charge your electric car. We have rolling." 
brownouts blackouts. and blackouts yeah. uh, that will will do. So don't charge your car. Uh, and I'm going. We're not building any new power plants. We're not. We're in fact, they're tearing them down. We're, we're not building any new hydroelectric plants. They're tearing them out. They want to tear out four dams on the Snake River, which are hydro plants, where we get electricity from because of the salmon. Well, they have ladders to help the salmon get where they're going. But the thing is, they're they're deliberately destroying America while we watch it happen. You know, it's interesting. Gandhi completely overthrew the British government by staying within the laws of the British government in India. They're doing the same thing. You've got these left-wing communist loons. They're, they run under different pretenses, uh, <laughs> different titles. They have one goal, destroy America. And man, let me tell you, everybody, they're right on schedule. You yep. couldn't destroy a country any quicker than what they're doing. Open borders. Millions of people coming across the border illegally, getting all kinds of free stuff. Then you have Biden. Hey, vote for me. Everything is free. I'll pay off your school loans. What's next? Oh, we're going to pay off your car. We're going to pay. Communism always does this. They promise the moon and deliver slavery. Always. Every time. It never changes. And the thing is, America is being duped. The only place in the world communism is flourishing is in the United States. Because America has been so dumbed down, we're told what to think, not how to think. You see, if we really knew how to think, we'd say, well, how can you keep paying uh, trillions of dollars out with no gold, no silver, nothing to back it up? Hey, your money is fiat money. It's just going to evaporate. It's happened everywhere around the world where any country has decided to spend their way out of out of uh, inflation. Friends, it doesn't work. The Inflation Reduction Act, even the liberal newspapers have said it's never going to work. We've all been duped. The American news media is in the tank with these people. And uh, all I can say is, Work for the night is coming. Jesus said, redeem the time. The days are evil. Why do you need to redeem the time? Because I don't think we have that much more time to be here. No. Nope. So use nope. your time wisely. Be about your father's business. As long as we're here, we want to be noisy little sunbeams. I want to encourage everybody, get out and vote this election. This one will be the end of America if, if it goes the other way. Because, again... Uh, the current administration hates, hates the Supreme Court. They would like to stack the Supreme Court right now, but they just don't have enough votes to do it. Once that's done, they'll declare the Constitution, Bill of Rights, all null and void, and we'll adopt the new world thing, whatever it is. But, I mean, all your, your freedoms are at stake. The, the freedom to wait on who you want to. You know the sign when you go into a store, we refuse the right, uh, we, we, re, we retain the right to refuse service to anyone? That's going to be gone. Um, this is what uh, the cake maker back east didn't want to make a cake for a, a gay couple. Well, Denver, it's going yeah. to expand much more. It's before the Supreme Court uh, here in the next new session here. And um, this is your freedoms. These are your laws where they're going to force you to do what we want you to do. Um, 
freedom of speech. It's only free if they like what you say. If you go against what they say, that's hate speech and that's wrong. No, freedom of speech is freedom of speech. They're just lying to you again. But that's what they always do. Being about our daddy's business, so important. Know God's word. It's going to protect your heart, I believe, so importantly in the days to come. Let's go ahead and go to the phones. We have Mike on the line, Rupert, Idaho. Hi and welcome. Hello. Hi. So my question has to deal with, it seems like there's some confusion between which happens first, the tribulation or the rapture. Well, I believe the rapture comes first because in the Bible, it's very clear that the tribulation is God's wrath poured out on the earth. The wrath of the Lamb is fully come. Look at Revelation chapter 6, the last couple of chapters there, last couple of verses there, Revelation 6, last couple of verses. It says the wrath of the Lamb has come. The Bible says his people are not appointed to his wrath. The church has to be gone. So I believe that the church is taken, then the world gets what they always wanted, a world without God, being the church is absent, God focuses his attention on the nation of Israel again and judges an unrepented world. Your thoughts? Yeah, it's, I am convinced that the, uh, the rapture happens before the tribulation. Just to give yes. a, little, a little chronology, you know, just, just think back, just remember Jesus, just remember the cross about 33 A.D., the temple is uh, destroyed 70 AD, and then there's the, the church age. The next prophetic event is, uh, the next major prophetic event, event is the rapture of the church. That's going to be followed by the signing of the covenant, uh, with the Antichrist, by the Antichrist with, uh, with multiple, a coalition of nations. Then, uh, about three and a half years in, the abomination of desolation, where everybody thinks that this Antichrist has really been been their pal. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna show his true colors. He's gonna set up an image of himself in uh, in the rebuilt Jewish temple. Another three and a half years, the Great Tribulation. So the tribulation is a seven year period. There's not a uh, there's not a mid-tribulation. There's not a pre-wrath uh, tribulation. The the wrath or pre-wrath rapture. Uh, it's a seven-year tribulation. At the end of that, uh, there's the Battle of Armageddon, and that's followed by the Antichrist and the False Prophet being being thrown into the Lake of Fire. Praise God! Satan is bound for. A millennium, a thousand years. He's released at the end of that for a short time. He's just, he's still able to deceive some nations. God puts a beat down on him once again. <laughs> then uh, there's the white throne judgment and a new heavens and uh, and a new earth and a new Jerusalem. So there's there's your overview, Mike. Do you want to give some distinctions between the rapture and second coming? Because that's that's where a lot of the confusion comes. Yeah, in. Yeah, the the second coming of Christ. We know exactly when that is. When Jesus said, "No one knows the hour of the day," I believe he was speaking of the rapture. There, that's why he said, "Watch and be ready." But when it comes to the second coming of Christ, everybody know exactly. knows exactly when that. It's three and a half years after the Antichrist sets himself up in the temple in Jerusalem declares to the world that he is God, he must be worshipped as God, the very religious system that he created to unite the world, the chrislam, or the 
coexist, as the bumper stickers often type say. Those are going to be, that's going to be done away with. He scraps the very religious system he made and declares the world he is God. Three and a half years later, Jesus split the skies, comes back, saints with him to set up his thousand-year reign here on this earth. The rapture, however, we don't know when that is. We know the rapture comes during good times, party times. Jesus said, as Matthew chapter 24, as in the days of Noah were, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. They were eating, drinking, marrying, given in marriage. That is not the picture nor the scenario of the second coming of Christ at the end of the tribulation period, where all the water is not fit to drink, the oceans have turned to blood, every living thing in the sea has died, all the trees are burned up, famine is everywhere, two-thirds of the world's population is dead. No, it's not party time. It's not eat, drink, and be merry. It's going to be mere survival. And so when we understand this difference, the rapture comes, Jesus said, as in the days of Noah were, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. They were eating, drinking, marrying, given in marriage. Then they went into the ark. Then there was a major judgment on the earth. I believe when the rapture comes, the church is taken out. A major judgment again comes on the earth called the tribulation period. And so, unless those days were shortened, Jesus said in Matthew 24, um, nobody would be left alive. That's how bad it is. Uh, The dawning of the age of Aquarius, friends, pipe dream, big lie, not going to happen. Sharing all the world. (laughs) Nope. John Lennon? No, ain't going to happen, buddy. It's not happening. The Bible says, unless those days were short, probably the tribulation period should have went on longer than it does, seven years. But man pretty much decimates the earth. God's judgments decimate the earth. So you've got major issues going on. Hope that helps, Mike. Yes, thank you very much. And something else very quickly, it did not happen in 70 AD. The book of Revelation is yet to come. Anybody that says, oh, Revelation happened in 70 AD, they're simply just spewing their ignorance. The Bible clearly says every living thing in the sea dies. Everybody on the earth has to take a mark, name or number of the Antichrist, and the number of his name is 666. That did not happen in 70 AD. Every living thing did not die in the sea in 70. Well, that's metaphorically speaking. Oh, wait a minute. You're changing God's word. Remember what Revelation 22 says. If you take away words from this book, God will take your name out of the book of life. Now, why is that? Because it means what it says. When something obviously in the Bible is a metaphor, a beast with seven heads and ten horns— that's a metaphor. Been to a lot of zoos, never saw anything like that. But as far as the sea dying, friends, we can conceivably see how without God's judgment, man can do that. They said Fujima, the the power plant, when the earthquake came to Japan, broke the power grid to the cooling system 
there the pumps the pump seawater in to cool the reactor down when those melted down they said they have trace radiation in every place on the earth right now they said no matter where you catch a fish there's trace radiation from fujima now imagine when you have wild-eyed extremists like north korea who uh, their stuff doesn't work very good and they set off their nuclear bombs in the ocean um yeah i can see how if god doesn't bring about that judgment where every living thing in the sea dies north korea Iran, the other loons, Putin right now is threatening to nuke the Ukraine. Why are you trying to annex a piece of land that isn't going to be usable for 300 years? Because the radiation will be so bad. Nothing makes any sense anymore. But I do know that man is in a different time now than he was 50 years ago or 75 years ago where it doesn't matter whether an atomic bomb is made in the United States, North Korea, Iran, or some other rogue nation that bought it from Russia, strapped for cash, it doesn't make any difference. We now have rogue nations capable of destroying all life on this planet. Friends, when we stop to realize we are not in the world we were in, our parents' world, even World War II, we're in another world now where, again, suitcase atomic bombs smuggled across our southern border because we don't know what's coming across our southern border. They admit that, <laughs> not to mention the fentanyl. Well, what about a couple of suitcase atomic bombs that they make? Detonate one in Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago, New York. How many more do they want to keep setting up? We don't know. We're out of control. And we have governments now failing around the world economically as well. So my my news is not doom and gloom. My news is look up, your redemption draws nigh. Jesus said this, but this did not happen in 70 AD. And to make it try to fit in 70 AD is absolutely a ludicrous lie. Nobody had to take the mark of the beast the world to buy or sell during 70 AD. Uh, Every living thing in the sea didn't die in 70 AD. Uh, um, Two-thirds of the world's population did not die in 70 AD. So anybody that's trying to say that simply has not read their Bible. They're making stuff up. And remember, the rest of the Bible does the commentary on the book of Revelation. Hope that helps, Mike. Hey, Pastor Rick, can I give a couple of uh, couple of distinctions for those people? Because we're, sure, we're, go ahead. We're dealing with yeah, we're dealing with preterists all the time. We're dealing with amillennialists all the time, and and it's easy to refute those. So if you've got a pen or a pencil or a crayon or something to write with, uh, you might want to write down a few of these. Yeah, because we're here to to help all of you, us as well, myself. Uh, make a good defense for our faith. So when someone comes along and says, oh, that all happened in 70 AD, uh, the next big events, Jesus is going to split the sky and, and he's going to come back and we're just going to usher him in and, and uh, the Christians are going to eventually take over the government. We're going to take over uh, Hollywood. And I've had people tell me that. I go, what, what planet are you on, dude? You haven't got a clue what's happening. It's not getting better. It's getting worse. So we know that isn't. So give us the verses. 
Yeah. Well, th- yeah, this is what you just need to just, if you have two or three of these stick to them and you will see their heads begin to spin. So distinctions between the rapture and the second coming. First thing you need to tell them is that the rapture, the Bible says only affects believers at the second coming that affects all the people of the planet. Just compare First Thessalonians 4 and Revelation 19 at the rapture. And number two, at the rapture, Christ comes in the air. At the second coming, he comes all the way to earth. He actually touches down on the Mount of Olives. So that's First Thessalonians 4, 1 Corinthians uh, 15, and Zechariah 14.4. Here's another one. At the rapture, Jesus comes for his own at the second coming. We read this in Revelation 19. He comes, he comes with his own. Number four, at the rapture, only believers will see him. What does the Bible tell us about the second coming? Every, right? Every eye, every eye on the planet will see him. Revelation uh, 1-7 and uh, Matthew 24. Here's a fifth one. Um, soon after the rapture, the tribulation begins. At the second coming, the millennium begins. That's a good one. Daniel chapter 9 and uh, Revelation 20. Here's one more. At the rapture, the earth isn't changed. At the second coming, what happens? The earth is transformed, completely transformed into uh, into that garden of uh of Eden style environment. I have a bunch more, but, but, uh, but that'll get you started. If you write those down, go back and watch us again on Facebook or on, uh, uh, on the team of page and, and you'll always be prepared to deal with the preterists or the, uh, millennialist. It's apologetics. Just like Mike said, be ready to give a defense. Pastor Amen. Mike. Mike, hope that helps. Thank you very much. Have a good day. God bless. You too. And yeah. if you like, stay on line, send you out a couple of books, a couple of DVDs. And well, let's go to Daniel Washington. Hi, welcome. Hi there. Uh, my question's from Matthew 24, verse uh, 20, when it says, But pray ye the flight not be on the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. What does that mean? Well, because everything in Israel is closed on the Sabbath day. They even have Sabbath elevators that you just get in because they <laughs> consider work of pushing the button which floor you want to go on. So they just get on the Sabbath elevator that stops at every floor. Um, also, in the winter, I have been in Jerusalem when it's snowing. Um, you have to realize that the retaliation that... The Antichrist is going to do, Jesus said, don't even go back in your house to get your coat. You're speaking of the abomination which makes desolate, where the Antichrist puts a picture of himself, a statue of himself, his name in the temple, may very well be during the dedication of the temple. Because again, that's only three and a half years. If the if the tribulation started tomorrow, you're only talking three and a half years. And for them to build this temple during tough times, I'd say it'd probably take them about three and a half years to build it. But imagine that way the Antichrist shows up there. Of course, he's hailed as the man of peace of the world. Look, he's going there to dedicate the temple. He gave them the right to build their temple there, the Dome of the Rock, mosque for the Muslims and the uh, the 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 
temple now for the Jews and the Christians. Everybody worships together. And I don't think it's going to cause it. But he's got a sinister a plan. And I believe this is when he's going to declare to the world that he's God and must be worshipped as God. That's why Jesus said, don't even go back in your house to take your coat. He knows the Jewish people are not going to accept him as being God. I believe he's going to have full capability of retaliation against the nation of Israel immediate. He may even have um, uh, his forces, his jets in the air when he declares to the world that he's God because he knows Israel's not going to buy it. Uh, 200 years ago, 50 years ago, immediate retaliation would have even been pretty difficult to not even have time to go back in to get your coat. But with modern-day hyper-missiles, I don't think that's hard to to grasp at all. He knows they're not going to buy his chili. So I believe soon as he declares that he's God, he's going to have his troops already on the move because he knows they're not going to buy into it. Jesus said, run for the hills, because this now marks the worst time in the history of the earth. And God thought so much of these people during the tribulation that would still choose to love him, to be martyrs, to be beheaded for him, even gave them their own book to know what's coming next. Your thoughts? Mike, you did a great job on uh, on that. I'll just add this, that this section that we're talking about here, if you, if you back up, context, context, context. So Matthew 24, if you back up to about verse 15, we know that we are talking about the great tribulation, which will be the last three and a half years. And a lot of, a lot of people doesn't say that this isn't applying specifically to the Jews, but it, it's talking about the Sabbath, right? So we know that it's talking specifically yes. to the Jews. And we know that, that in verse 15, it says that this is right after the abomination of desolation has been, uh, has been set up in the temple. And that's, that's when the light bulb goes on for, uh, for all the Jews that realize, well, this guy can't be a good guy if he is, he is proclaiming that he is God. So that's why Jesus, Jesus tells him in advance, don't go back into your, don't get anything. Head for the hills, like Mike said, immediately, immediately. And we believe that uh, they'll probably go to Jordan, to uh, the city, uh, the rock city of Petra, and God will, uh, God will protect them there. So uh, that's all I got, Mike. No, I, I think so. And so, um, yeah, uh, Daniel, I hope that answers it for you. And uh, uh, some people believe because Jesus said, pray that it's not on the Sabbath uh, or in the winter because it's scheduled to be on the Sabbath and in the winter. <laughs> Something to think about. I don't know. Stay in line. Send you out books, DVDs. We'll be back for more right after this. Wondering what to do with your extra car or truck? Donating your present vehicle to CSN Radio is convenient easy, and may qualify you for a tax deduction. Best of all, your donation of a car truck will make a big difference in supporting CSN Radio. Why not donate your extra vehicle today? All you need to do is complete a simple online donation form or call 1-800-357-4226 and we'll take care of the rest. We'll pick up your vehicle 
arrange to have your donation towed, and provide you with a tax deduction receipt, all at no charge to you. Call 1-800-357-4226 or go online at csnradio.com and click on the car donation button. Thanks for your support. Did you know that over 63 million babies have been aborted since Roe versus Wade? Every single one of these babies' lives was dear and precious. Preborn has saved hundreds and thousands of precious babies' lives through ultrasound. Here's Dan Steiner, the president of Preborn Pregnancy Clinics. I sense God's broken heart over the issue of abortion. You see, he sees every little baby that's being formed in the mother's womb, and it breaks his heart to see when the lifetime that he has planned for them is taken from them violently so often. Preborn Pregnancy Clinics are the country's largest provider of free ultrasounds. By focusing on top abortion states where over 50% of abortions still occur, Preborn is there, and you can be a part. To get involved, call 855-668-BABY. That's 855-668-BABY. Or visit preborn.com. That's preborn.com. Welcome you back to part two of To Every Man and Answer on this Monday afternoon with Greg Blanc. I'm your host, Mike Kessler, and we just once again want to just encourage you to uh, read your Bible every day. You know, we're in a time when, man, we need to know who our Lord is. Good place to read is the book of John. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, just start in John. Start in chapter three if you're not used to reading the Bible, and just read every day. Let God speak to you. He will. When we went to the break, we were speaking with Daniel. Are you still with us, Daniel? Yes, sir. Daniel, I hope that answered it for you. I guess, hey, may I ask one more question, please? Yeah, go ahead. Daniel, are you there? Something happened. Daniel, call us back. We'll get to your question. We'll get to part two of your question. Let's go to Kathleen, Palm Springs, California. Hi, welcome. Hi. How are you doing? Good. Our our phones are kind of garbly, but we'll do the best yeah. we can with what we got. Okay. Um, the church I go to, they have something called holy laughter. And uh, they'll be praying up there, and all of a sudden they'll just, start laughing for no reason at all. And I asked the pastor's wife, what is going on here? And she says, oh, that's holy laughter. And I says, well, that's not in the Bible. So I did a little research on it. And uh, it turns out, I found out it was the Kundalini spirit, which comes from Aenea. And uh, should I, okay, I have one quick. I would get out of there as quickly as I could. If they're claiming that to be the kundalini spirit, holy laughter, it's not in the Bible. I believe there are lying signs and wonders that will be around at this particular time as we draw near to the rapture of the church. 
and anybody that is practicing non-biblical things. Why, why not have fire dancers and why not have, uh, you know, all kinds of other stuff in there? Uh, if you're not going to stick to God's word, what, what, the sky's the limit. Your thoughts, Greg? No, the, Mike, this stuff has been around and been disproved years ago. Oh, I don't I know. know why anybody would be hanging on to this. Remember that this was going around in the, in the mid 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, longer. You know, mid-1990s, and, you know, it was the Holy Laughter or the Toronto Blessing. Holy the, Howling. Yeah, Pensacola Revival, whatever whatever they were calling it. And no, no, it's not it's not of the Lord. I don't think she was saying that these, uh, that Kathleen was saying that, that these people were her churches. I don't think they were saying that it was the Kundalini spirit. But when she did a little research... She's exactly right. That is exactly what happens in India and in many of these countries that serve false gods, that they they go under a trance and they start giggling and they start rolling around. And, and somehow this is a sign that God is working, their gods are working in their life. But But Pastor Mike, doesn't it break your heart that so much goofy stuff gets blamed on the Holy Spirit these days. And and here's, Kathleen, so grateful that you're bringing this, Amen. this giggling for God stuff up. Because we got we to gotta put a nail in the coffin of this stuff. That's uh, run as fast as you can. Just like Pastor Mike said, it's a counterfeit revival. And this is how you know. Just test it. Just test it by two the these two simple... Um, um, practices. Number one, is it a normative practice in scripture? Did Jesus talk about it? Did the apostles uh, 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 teach it? Is it taught in the book of Acts? No. So don't pay any mind to it. And the second question you always ask when you see something goofy like this going on, in, uh, especially in a church setting, is how how does this bring glory to God? How does this bring glory to God? And of course, it doesn't. So, uh, um, you know, you you might, I know it's always difficult, but you might want to go and talk to, you might win your pastor over. Maybe go and talk to him and and say, you know, this, this how does this, ask him those questions. That would be good, Kathleen. Before you bail, before you bail, give your pastor an opportunity to, to, to to repent <laughs> or or to uh to give you um some biblical explanation but ask him where is this a normative practice in scripture and number 2 how does this bring glory to god pastor mike yeah first corinthians 14 paul says let everything be done decently and decently in order in the order. church how can you have decent order when people are up uh, uh, laughing hysterically at nothing? What is that? So, no, I, I think you ought to ask him and just say, just show me where this, the Bible, uh, just say, I would predicate it by saying the Bible warns us about lying signs and wonders. Please, where is what you're doing in the Bible? Now, remember in Acts chapter 2, when they all were filled with the Holy Spirit, Peter gets up and explains what's going on. He said, this is which was spoken of by the prophet Joel. This is that. But they can't do that. And so you have to be very, very careful 
when you allow this kind of stuff to go on, because again, it's a diversion from what's really important, Jesus Christ and him crucified, not holy howling and holy laughter and all the other (laughs) holy weirdness that's out there. So hope that helps, dear. Okay, thank you. Then I sh- I should talk to the pastor. I would. Why I'm leaving? Yeah, and and uh, tell them that you talk to us. You can say, hey, they, you know, I was just going to just leave, but they said no. We should go in and, and tell you that what you're doing is a a uh, a practice not found in Scripture. My next question is: Next week are gonna, are we going to be dancing around satellite dishes and sacrificing chickens? Because since the sky's the limit now, you're not bound by God's word. You're doing stuff outside of God's word in the name of Jesus, in the name of the Holy Spirit. Boy, I sure hate getting blamed for stuff I don't do. I'm sure the Holy Spirit hates that as well. Oh, yeah, we're all sitting there and, oh, yeah, we just start laughing. Oh, just what is that? You know, Peter said, um, you know, be sober, be vigilant. Your adversary, the devil, walketh about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he can devour. Be sober, be vigilant. Holy howling, holy laughter, doesn't work. I'd go talk to him, Kathleen. I'd appreciate if someone would tell me something that, that was going on that wasn't scriptural. So, no, I think it's a good way. Uh, to do that. Um, and um, no, there's a lot of good churches in the Palm Springs area. So um, if you like stay in line, we'll try to direct you to some if they don't want to change. We're here for you if you need us. Okay. Okay. Thank you. God bless you. Stay in line. We'll send you out some books, some DVDs. And with that, we'll go to Reggie, Portland, Oregon. Hi, welcome. Hey, how you doing, man? Good. How can we help? Look, um, earlier I heard you guys say on your, your station there, you was talking about um, certain things that are forthcoming that will predict um, um, crisis return. Yes. And um, the only I have a little bit of a concern about that because I could have sworn that in the Scripture it clearly stated that not even Jesus knows when he will return. So how is it that you guys are talking about certain things that's going to take place and how are you coming up with your predictions if Jesus doesn't even know? Oh, wait a minute. He sure does. <laughs> No, uh, concerning the rapture, no one knows the hour of the day. Uh, I, I agree to that. But you will know the season. Number two, Luke chapter 21. Jesus said, Jerusalem will be trodden down by the Gentiles till the time of the Gentiles is fulfilled. Now, when Jesus made that statement, that prediction, that prophecy, Jerusalem was under Roman control. Jews couldn't do what they wanted. Oh, they wanted to kill Jesus long before they did, um, but they couldn't because Jerusalem was under Roman control. Then in 70 AD, because of the rebellion of the Jews, Jerusalem was completely annihilated. A Roman general named Titus came in, leveled the city of Jerusalem, burned it with fire, and the Jewish people were only allowed to go into Jerusalem once a year to the piles of rubble as a as a sacrilege and a uh, uh, just to show them uh, who was boss. Their beloved city laying in ruins, and it was that way for millennia. And then, out of the nowhere, even though the Bible says 
Who's ever heard of such a thing? A nation born in a day. Israel becomes a nation again in 1948. But what's amazing, they got half the city in 1948. They got other half the city in 1967. And Jesus said, Jerusalem will come back under Jewish control again. He goes farther down. If you read that, he says the generation that sees these things will not pass away till all things are fulfilled. When Jesus made that statement, it was ridiculous. I'm sure people laughed at it and even laughed harder. Maybe that holy laughter, I don't know. Laughing uh, when Titus burned to the ground. The city was torn down. But no one's laughing anymore. Two years ago, Donald Trump declared Jerusalem to be the capital of Israel. Just exactly what the Bible said would happen. That's why we know we're not in a time different than any other time. And so here's the thing. We're just saying that we know that the tribulation is near. We see the governments around the world's monetary system collapsing. We see threats of global nuclear war as soon as and recent as yesterday by Putin. We see a complete disregard for law and order globally. I believe the world is being set up for this person, the man of peace. Now, Christians know him as the Antichrist. But I can't, at at the rate we're going, I can't see the world as we know it going on very much longer. Again, Putin's ready to push the button. Read the paper. I don't. I hate the American news media. It's the most rotten, corrupt thing in the world. But every once in a while, they do report on something that, that I believe they sort of got maybe a little bit right. And Putin is threatening global nuclear war against the Ukraine. That's going to affect everybody. When you stop to think that When Chernobyl melted down, it destroyed basically their San Joaquin Valley where most of their food was grown. When that nuclear reactor melted down, if they bomb this nuclear reactor that's in the Ukraine, the same thing's going to happen. All that region, thousands and thousands of square miles will be unusable because of the radiation. They say Chernobyl will not be inhabitable again for probably another 200 years. So when you stop to think they transformed their farm ground into barren waste land, friends, we're living in a time so different than any other time. Jesus said this, when you begin to see these things, read this, Matthew chapter 24. When you begin to see these things, Look up, your redemption draws nigh. When you begin to see him, can you see him? Can you see the world isn't going to go on anymore the way it is? Well, if you say, oh, it's going to go on, then you better you better start doing some research. Because we're in a situation now globally where everybody is relying upon one another. If China and the United States gets in a war, There won't be anything in the big box stores. Walk into a Walmart or whatever. Tell me, can you find anything in that store made in the United States? It's all made in China. What will we do? 
And so when you stop to think almost all of our manufacturing, because of the heavy taxes of prior administrations, they've left the country. The EPA has chased all the companies that make lead-acid batteries for your car out of the United States. Where are they made now? In Mexico, across the border. I don't know. Maybe they have different air there than we have here. But last I checked, you know, winds blow and blow that stuff all around. The point is simply this. We're not in a world where we're self-sufficient anymore. We are so reliant uh, and all of our manufacturing is gone. So we get in a war with a foreign country where we move all of our manufacturing to that country. I don't know what we're going to do. I'll tell you something. I pray that everybody, you're right with God. Because I believe one of these days, Jesus is going to come real soon. Where do I get off telling people that? Jesus said, when you begin to see these things, look up your redemption, draw nigh. Luke 21, the principle of which Jerusalem being under Jewish control again. Read it. It's simple read. It'll help. Any last thoughts? Yeah, Reggie, thank you for being a Berean. You know, thank you for uh, giving us an opportunity yes. to, clarif- to clarify and uh, exactly what Mike said. The context, the context of Luke 21 is that Jesus is telling us the signs to expect before his coming. And you get verses uh, eight through uh, eight through nineteen, giving all of those descriptions, and then a few verses uh, later on in verse twenty-eight. That's when it says, "Now, when you see these things begin to happen, look up for your redemption draws near." So he said that there were going to be uh, men drawing others after themselves, false false Christ, nation rising against nation, kingdom against kingdom, earthquakes in various places, famines, pestilence. Uh, major persecute. You know that Christians are the most persecuted people group on the planet right now. Now that's that's been happening for years, but but uh, even more. So you have all of those things coming to fruition, and no pastor better be able to say they know the, an exact date. But remember, remember what Jesus said to the Pharisees in uh, Matthew sixteen, verse three. It said. Uh, uh, they came, it says the Pharisees and Sadducees came testing him and Jesus answered and said to them, when it is evening, you say it will be fair weather for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be foul weather today for the sky is red and threatening. And then he goes, you hypocrites, you know how to discern the face of the sky but you cannot discern the signs of the time. So that's all Pastor Mike and myself and the other pastors are trying to do. We're just alerting people to the signs of the times and say, make sure your house is in order. Jesus could return at uh, at any second. Reggie, I hope that helps you out, brother. Amen. Reggie, I hope that helps you out. Stay online, send you out some books and DVDs. I think we might have lost you there, but um, uh, those are waiting for you if you'd like to call back. Let's go to Chris, Oklahoma. Hi, welcome question uh, me and a friend of mine were at work having a discussion and he told me he believes in aliens and he thinks that aliens are out there we just can't see far enough in the galaxies to find them he thinks that god might have made aliens and other 
possibly humans in other dimensions. And I was just going to get your take on that. I personally don't believe that because I don't think anywhere in the Bible it says anything about aliens. No, and and see, the, the problem is the minute you go outside of God's Word for time, space, and matter, you start getting into this kind of stuff. You know, um, you know, unicorns are alive and well on the Internet. You know, and so, uh, you know, we can believe all kinds of stuff. But the point is, in all of our space exploration, our trips to Jupiter, Mars, Moon, we've never found even a microscopic bug. There is found no life so far anywhere in our, with everything we've got, Hubble telescopes, everything, we find no signs of life anywhere but on this place called Earth. Not on the moon, not on Mars, not on Jupiter, nowhere. Only on Earth. I think that's pretty interesting to me. With our giant radio telescopes, we still have not heard anything. Just a bunch of garbly goop. Your thoughts? Yeah, you know, Mike would tell you, I would tell you, and I think I think that uh, that you already understand this, Chris. It is wisdom. Where the Bible is silent, so am I. The Bible, you are exactly 100% correct. There's, there's not a mention of a UFO. There's not a mention of an alien, uh, an extraterrestrial alien. Well, Jesus is the only extraterrestrial. But he, well, there, there are demons, yeah. I believe. I think there's yeah. dis- disembodied spirits. And certainly Jesus said uh, an, a, a demon can transform himself into an angel of light. Angel of light. Could he transform himself into a UFO-shaped thing? Maybe. I don't know. I know that the Antichrist is going to have a uh, an excuse where all the Christians went when the rapture comes, the Bible says a strong delusion is sent on the people of this earth that didn't go in the rapture, that they'll believe a lie. Uh, the earth has purged itself of those unwilling to be transformed. Or, um, you know, we don't know where, they're going to have an excuse. The aliens got them or whatever. But no, there are uh, there are disembodied spirits. We find them all the way through uh, Jesus's ministry and the disciples' ministry. Um, we find them in the Old Testament. There was an evil spirit that came upon Saul, and he would chuck spears at David. No, I, I believe these disembodied uh, spirits that are on this earth looking for something to move into so they can do their dastardly work, yeah, they're around. Your thoughts? No, I, it, it's... Uh... There's there's no evidence there's no evidence for UFOs all all of these things that people are thinking there's how many of us have, have ever seen we just have to remember this how many of us have ever seen a UFO well everybody probably has because have you ever looked up in the sky and seen something that is potentially moving and we're not able to identify what it is well guess what that makes it an unidentified flying object. That's all it is. It's unidentified. It's not a UFO. It's not an alien. It's unidentified. There might be some things out there that we can't understand. Like Pastor Mike said, I think the the devil is using these types of things to set up an alternative for uh, people to say for the rapture of the church that the that the, the aliens came and took off all these uh, all these people that were holding holding the world back from their next uh, uh, 
uh, evolutionary progression to become who, uh, who, who God intended them to be to begin with. I mean, think about it. So many of these have been proven to be intentional hoaxes. Crop circles. Would, yeah, would be, yeah, crop circles. You know, how did that turned out to be what? Just did that turn out to be little green men? No. Turned out to be a bunch of kids that's, you know, jumped in their mommy's camry and, and went out after a few beers and, <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and made, uh, and made some crop circles and got in and got out. I, I, I think it's more sophisticated than that, but I think that there's a whole bunch of people laughing every time that stuff makes the news because they sneak in, they sneak out and, and they go, can you believe it? They fell for it again. Pastor Mike. Hope that helps, Chris. It does, Mike. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. And have a blessed day. You too. Stay online. Send you out a couple of books, a couple of DVDs, 101 Last Day's Prophecies. I think you'll enjoy hey, that. Hey, Pastor Mike, did yeah. you know that Daniel, uh, Daniel from Washington made it back online? Yes. Where did he go? If he's, uh, I don't know. I, I, can't, I, don't know if, I uh, can't see you, Daniel. Um, wow. Try calling back maybe, again. Let's go to maybe, Beth, yeah. Fort Worth, Texas. Hi, welcome. Hey there. Um, I was wondering, since we're all from Adam and we're all from Noah, why aren't we all Jews? Because the Jews didn't come along till probably, what, 800 years later uh, after Noah. Your thoughts? Well, I'm just going to say real quick that neither Adam or Noah were Jewish, right? That, yeah, um, there you go. Ab- Abraham, he wasn't even technically a Jew. He was a pagan, right? He was originally a pagan. It was that the 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 Hebrews, the Israelites, were birthed out of uh of Abram and Sarai. So uh so that's why we're not all Jews. hundreds of years after uh Noah, um you know so that's why. Beth hope that helps. Thank you. God bless you, dear. Stay online if you like. Send you out some books, some DVDs. I think you'll enjoy. And, um, wow, we're about out of time. Um, let's go to Lakrita, I believe, in Missoula, Montana. Hi, welcome. Hi there. Um, I listen to you every day, and I really, really enjoy your program. Well, God uh, is good, dear. How my can question we is that uh, I've been told, and I don't have anything to be able to research, um, but, um, when you die, you just go to sleep and that's it until the rapture. If you're a believer, no, that's not right. And, and, uh, to be absent from the body, Paul says is to be present with the Lord. There was a man who had a little daughter named Jarius. He came to Jesus and said, my daughter is sick. Will you come and pray? And they said, don't trouble the master. Your daughter has died. Jesus said, let's go there anyway. He prayed for the little girl and it says her spirit returned to her. It didn't say her spirit woke up in her. Very important. The idea of soul sleep is not in the Bible. That is made up. Any last thoughts? Just just remember the verse, 2 Corinthians 5, 8. Absent from the body, present with the Lord. And those words in the Greek mean immediate. Boom, boom, that fast. So that's boom, good boom. news. Um, we're out of time. Lucretia, stay online if you like. Send you out books, DVDs. If we didn't completely answer that, call back tomorrow, as well as Joe and the rest, uh, Reggie, and uh, may the Lord just keep you. Thank you so much, Greg, for being on. Always appreciate you. Look Great. forward. Until then, to God bless you. Good night. About this ministry or to receive a copy of today's program, please call 1-800-357-4226. 
or write us to Every Man and Answer, P.O. Box 391, Twin Falls, Idaho, 83303. That toll-free number is 1-800-357-4226. Subscribe to the free podcast on iTunes by searching for To Every Man and Answer in the iTunes Store or visit us online at csnradio.com slash T-E-M-A. To Every Man and Answer is a production of CSN International, the Christian Satellite Network. The opinions expressed by our guests may or may not be those of CSN International or of this station. 